Switched on on F104 and I'm joined by VIP digital editor Bronwyn O'Neill. Hello. How are you? I am very, very good. So tell me about Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso is back. Mm -hmm. It came back today, I want to say. Um, (laughs) It's hard to keep track. Yeah, it's hard to keep track. It came back today, um, which was kind of a surprise. I don't know, I'm really bad at dates and times at the minute. Um, So I'm always like, oh yeah, that would be coming out sometime. And then I'm like, oh, it's St. Patrick's Day, like, in Two days. this week and yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> like it we're so time is just moving far too fast so I woke up this morning and saw that like Ted Lasso had arrived and I was delighted now it is dropping episode um, an episode per week mm-hmm. which you know you're not a, a fan of for me. Yeah. I'm not a fan of but at the same time Ted Lasso this is its last season mm-hmm. we're getting one more season out of Ted Lasso so I feel like Okay, I get at least like a couple of weeks, like two months out of out of this, right? Because like, you know, when it does drop on all one go, and it's the last season, and then you just binge watch it, and you're like, oh no, I don't you kind of miss anymore. it. It's gone in a blink, like because you've kind yeah. of just consumed the entire thing altogether. Yeah. So I'm happy that we're kind of easing into Ted Lasso, and mm-hmm. they, I've, I needed the time to say goodbye to him, especially because they announced very, they announced like only a couple of weeks ago that it was coming back mm-hmm. today and now it's back and I was like oh okay um, Will it be a loss uh, do you think? Will it be a loss? Yeah because, Yeah I, do, I think it's brilliant now they said it was going to be the last season but they, like other people have asked uh, Jason Sudeikis who plays Ted Lasso and also wrote um, he writes it mm. would you know he think of maybe not doing a season four but doing something in the same universe or continuing the story in a different way and he kind of hemmed and had like he didn't say no but he didn't say yes okay um so we might still be getting a bit of Ted Lasso but I just I just love it and I was really late to the game joining the Ted Lasso fandom um I like binge watched season one before I got into season two and I because re- I didn't think I was going to like it it's about soccer and I don't really care about soccer and I was like grand whatever and it's just so much more than that like I know we talk, like, we've talked a lot as a country about mental health and male mm-hmm. mental health and I think it just shows it in such a different light because we're used to kind of saying like I think normal people does it really well like showing like anxiety and depression but mm-hmm. it shows it in a man who is clearly like struggling with his mental health and then you see like Ted Lasso who is this like really bubbly bright guy having like panic attacks and dealing with like depressive episodes and it's like yeah people can present really happy and positive but underneath everything they're like really struggling and Mm. I just and then it's also really really funny on the other side of things (laughs) but um, I would recommend tissues at all times because I maybe it's just me I cry at like every episode which isn't normal I don't think but <laughs> I did go into it thinking it was a comedy, comedy and then yeah. being wrecked every episode but I did tweet about it once and this is my claim to fame uh, Jason Sudeikis liked my Ted Lasso tweet Ooh. it has like five likes and one of them is Jason so there you go well that's pretty cool like that he's at least a hundred hundred likes like you know at least Um, yeah I think so (laughs) so you'll be watching this each week I'm assuming then absolutely so I will finish work watch the first episode and I just loved it it's just oh it's so good and as much as I'm sad that it's leaving Mm -hmm. 
I am glad that they're not like dragging it out or they're, you know, it's not going to ever get to the point where you're like, oh, I have to watch this show or people start leaving yeah. and it, it like waters it down and stuff. Like it's perfect. And I know it's sad that there's only three seasons, but Schitt's Creek also did the same kind of thing of having like, I think three or four seasons. It just ended on such a high. I think you you need to know when you're leaving, when, when, when it's, it's time to go. Yeah. Absolutely. And then last night I saw you hanging out with Liam Neeson. Yeah, my other claim to fame, I suppose. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But Liam Neeson was in Dublin. He um, premiered his new film, which is his 100th film. Wow. Insane. Like mad. I just was like, I had gone to the Wikipedia page um, today and I was just like counting films. I'm like, not ninety nine of them are not taken, but like a good a good chunk <laughs> are, are like taken and taken esque movies. Like a hundred movies wow. is mental. So his new movie Marlowe, it's um, what it's called. It comes out on Sky Cinema and into cinemas on St Patrick's Day because obviously mm-hmm. it does. Has to do. Obviously yeah, it does. Has to. Um, and it, I, I got to see it last night um, after chatting to him, and it's <laughs> it is what it is. But I think. It's worth like it's worth giving a watch because if you're not doing anything on St Patrick's Day or if you're like hungover on Saturday, you're, you're gonna put this film on and be like, "This is it's not supposed to be funny." But I thought it was comedy. I thought it was gas. <laughs> like the poor man is seventy, and he do, he told us that he does not his own stunts, but he does his own fight scenes, and you can mm-hmm. really tell that he is doing his own fight scenes because they're like slow motion fights. Like God love him, let him retire, let him sit down and just relax um, but he clearly obviously loves making movies he is making like his 100th and first and second and third and he's you know he's not slowing down anytime soon which fair no. play but also Liam it's fine like it's fine We're but okay. do come back as the voice of Aslan <laughs> but, that's what I want because yeah. I, I think they're rebooting the Chronicles of Narnia into a TV oh, show oh wow okay and I think he could he could be great as Aslan, but his 100 film is a like kind of film noir detective movie set in the 1920s in um, Los Angeles. So he plays this character, Philip Marlowe, mm-hmm. who is this fictitious detective, but he's been played on screen by like Marlon Brando and like really, really big names. I think like Humphrey Bogart as well. Um, so he's kind of that, do you know when you think of those type of movies where it's like... Don't call me Shirley. That like that yeah. kind of like film noir yeah. detective, and there's like the beautiful blonde like arrives at his office and is like, "I need your help finding someone." Of course, and it's, a damsel in distress. That, you always have to have one yeah. of those. <laughs> it's it's a remake of like or like not a remake, but a new twist on on um, that kind of genre and yeah. that like very famous detective. And look, it's a it's a fine movie mm-hmm. with a really big other than Liam Neeson. Uh, Colomini is in it oh, Jessica cool. Lang is in it and um, Diane Kruger is in it like it's a really really stacked cast so I'd Excellent. watch that I'd watch it for them alone you know Excellent so I'll definitely be tuned into that I'd love to see I always like to see what he does though I like him as a person I think he comes across really well so I always enjoy to see what he's up to I know I love I just love him and yeah. after meeting him I love him even more I want to take care of him he's just he's just he was so lovely to chat to so mm. I just know he's just a lovely, lovely man. And then we move on to Shadow and Bone. 
Shadow and Bow in season two. I have been talking about this, excited for this since season one ended two years ago. <laughs> um, but I, it's back tomorrow the, on Thursday. So the ten episodes, or sorry, the eight episodes drop on Netflix all in one go bingeable, ready to go and I've been able to watch the first six um, mm-hmm. which is really, really exciting and they're so, it's such fun and it's so good. It's the second season of this like fantasy show about um, two groups. One, one um, Elena, who are, is our main character, she learns that she has this like really um, sought after power um, and in the first season she's like kind of goes along with it and she's roped into kind of groups that she might not agree with and now in the second season she's trying to rebel and go her own path and fight against these people who are trying to use her power Mm. for bad Um, Mm -hmm. and then we have another group um, of kind of a band of thieves I would say um, who are trying to help Elena but also have their own bits going on and they're trying to do a prison break and they're so many different plots um, that I couldn't possibly go into all of them. You have to just watch it. But I'm always so curious that like when you get the chance to like preview anything, if they don't give you certain episodes, I'm like, oh, something big is going to happen. So mm. I'll be up at, I think it drops at 8am or it might be 7 now because of the time change in America. Mm. But I'll be up as soon as it's out binging them to be like, find out what happens in those last two episodes. And there are is as always an Irish connection. Um, Danielle Galligan and Patrick Gibson are two of the actors in it, and they're just really, really talented young um, Irish actors. And it's just, it's great to see Irish people on 100%. screen in Netflix shows. Yeah. And I know our Oscar campaign was not great this year. I mean, no, we got 14 nominations. That was amazing. Yeah. We didn't. We only won two, mm-hmm. but. You know, Irish we celebrated anyway. Right. You know, we <laughs> celebrated. Yeah, absolutely. And we kind of took them like I took them as my own. It's like almost I won one. So I think oh. we do kind of take that on ourselves. <laughs> I I keep being like Ireland's fourteen nominations as if every single person <laughs> on the on the island. We've all done it. Yeah. Was nominated like we we are all Paul Mescal, we are all Colin Farrell, we're all Jenny the Donkey. Oh, Jenny. Like, <laughs> I think she should have won best she supporting actor. Absolutely, but, but like you know, we can we 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 won't argue that one, I suppose. But she was lovely. Was it actually Jenny though? I was kind of surprised to see her. Allegedly, mm. it was not Jenny the Donkey. Okay, um, which I'm kind is of like it's become a scandal now that it wasn't Jenny. It was just a <laughs> random donkey. But did you want poor Jenny to be taken off the islands and shipped over to America? No. Over to LA, no. I don't think she'd last too well over there. No, she, she couldn't no. help. So I'm and happy she, actually to hear that it wasn't actually our Jenny. <laughs> no, sure. As Colin Farrell said, she needed her own support donkey on set. Right. So she couldn't be like flying around she's not a jet-setting donkey do you know <laughs> imagine oh let's just pack your suitcase up there Jenny oh the poor old donkey would know what hit her that'd be awful <laughs> well, Colin looked delighted to see the donkey regardless Absolutely. if it was Jenny or not and I'm delighted for him same so am I thank you so much Bronwyn VIP digital editor for joining us again thanks for having me